This episode of Sleepy is proudly sponsored by ButcherBox. If you've listened to Sleepy for a while, you know that I love good food, eating well and treating my body right so that I can take on my days. Well, ButcherBox helps you do exactly that. They deliver super high quality, 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, crate-free pork, and wild-caught seafood right to your door. It's humanely raised, no antibiotics or added hormones. They have a huge variety to choose from. They are excellent deals. They've got recipes and guides and tips included, and there's free shipping, always. Eating well is a huge factor in getting a good night's sleep, as is sometimes saving the trip to the grocery store and taking some stress out of your daily schedule. I have been loving these deliveries for those reasons. Been cooking up their uh, steak tips with eggs in the morning with butter and scallions and soy sauce. And I also made a delicious brine chicken roast with lemon parsley gravy. So good. The prices for this kind of quality and convenience is really impressive. Uh, yeah, ButcherBox has made me very happy. So sign up at butcherbox.com sleepy and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com sleepy and use code sleepy to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Butcherbox.com sleepy. Eat well, sleep well. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, and you're listening to Sleepy. A podcast where I read old books to help you get to sleep, and a proud member of the Airwave Podcast Network. I have a very, very special bedtime reading for you tonight, as it is a little book written by a sleepy listener, and it's quite excellent. Um, and before we get to the bedtime reading, uh, I just want to profoundly thank other listeners of Sleepy, um, patrons on patreon.com which is a website where you can go and pledge a couple bucks for an ad-free version of the show. So, this week's brand new patrons, Kristen Hallahan, Diane, Mimu Wama, Preston Miller, Wendy Durso, Joan Huber, Melody Compton, and Angela Saba. Thank you all so, so much for donating and being a part of the show. It really, really means a lot. And for anyone who doesn't know, all these names are brand new supporters of the show on Patreon.com, which is a site where you can directly support creators of the work they like. So, if you want to support Sleepy because you listen to it every night, um, and you want to have your name read on the show, uh, listen to an ad-free version of Sleepy, get extra poetry readings, you can uh, do all that on patreon.com slash sleepyradio. Thanks. And as always, the music you're hearing is by my good friend James Lepkowski, 
and the cover art for Sleepy is by Gracie Kanan. Well, tonight, uh, I have a book to read for you that I am really excited to, um, because it is Rascal the Raccoon's NF Adventures, written by Sierra J. Miller, who is a sleepy listener. Um, this was such a lovely thing to receive in the mail. Um, Sierra J. Miller is 19, um... She listened to Sleepy, and she has written and illustrated this little book all by herself, which is about Rascal the Raccoon, who was diagnosed with neurofibromatosis 1, um, which uh, is kind of rare. Some kids have it. it. causes kids to have bumps on their bodies and um, birthmark-type spots called cafe lait spots. Sierra as NF1, and she wrote this wonderful book because, I'm just reading right in the beginning here, this is dedicated to every kid who needs to see a bit of themselves in a character. This is a lovely uh, tale written for kids, but I promise you it is uh, also a fantastic one to listen to no matter how old you are. And I think it'll be a great one to go to sleep to as well. But Sierra is a, uh, she's a college freshman right now. And she's living with neurofibromatosis. And um, yeah, she said that she wanted to write this book um, because it's one that she would have wanted to have as a child or a teen. And she said that she obviously wants this book to specifically cater to um, kids with neurofibromatosis, but it really is written kind of generally for anyone who has a kind of chronic illness, maybe spends a lot of time in the doctor's room or in hospitals. And uh, yeah, so I think it really applies to everyone. And it's just quite a beautiful thing that she's done this and she's self-published it through Amazon and you can buy it which I highly highly recommend you do not only because it's just wonderful um, I think everyone probably knows someone who uh, could benefit from reading this book even if you buy it and donate it to your local hospital or doctor's office so definitely uh, go buy Rascal the Raccoons and the Adventures by C.R.J. Miller. I'll have a link for it in the description of the show. So, big thanks to C.R.J. Miller. Without further ado, Rascal the Raccoons and F. Adventures. And now is the time for you to fluff up your pillow just how you like it. Feel yourself melt into your bed. Get real comfortable. Close your eyes. And let me read to you.
Rascal the Raccoon's NF Adventures, written by Sierra J. Miller. Chapter 1. The Lake Once upon a time, Rascal the Raccoon and his family went to the lake for a fun day out. The sun was shining, the birds were singing, and the water was cool and refreshing. Rascal was nervous about the lake trip, but his siblings, Panda and Scamp, were excited to spend the day at the lake with their family. Rascal was born with neurofibromatosis 1, which caused him to have bumps on his body called tumors and a birthmark type spot called cafe au lait spots. According to his mommy raccoon, a lot of people called neurofibromatosis just NF. He was scared other animals would see his bumps or his cafe au lait spots and be mean. But his mom bent down and kissed his masked face, letting him know he was safe and loved no matter what. After taking a deep breath and remembering how brave he was, Rascal joined his siblings in the lake and quickly jumped into the water. They splashed around, swam, and played games with each other. They even played a game of trying to catch the fish swimming in the lake. Rascal's little sister, Panda, was the first to catch a fish. Rascal and his brother cheered her on as she swam to shore with her fish. After more fun, Rascal caught a fish of his own. His brother, Scamp, was the last to catch a fish. They were all so proud of each other for working together to catch dinner. Rascal was most proud of himself for being brave enough to play in the lake. Neurofibromatosis sometimes made things harder for Rascal, like in school or with friends. It made him different, but also so special. He was so lucky to have a great family to help him feel confident. After their fun morning in the water, Rascal and his family took a break to eat lunch. They enjoyed sandwiches, chips, and fruit. The lake was a pretty light blue and shined like glitter in the sun. They talked about all the fun things they did that day. Mommy Raccoon said she just liked lying in the sun, while Father Raccoon said he liked watching Rascal and Scamp play with Panda. After a long lunch, they decided to try fishing again. Panda had so much fun splashing her brothers and catching more fish. It soon began to get cold playing in the lake, so Father Raccoon showed them how to clean and prepare the fish for dinner. Rascal and his siblings were getting tired. They watched as the sun started to set and the sky turned shades of pink and orange. When it was time to go home, Rascal and his family packed up their things and headed back to their house. They were all tired, but happy from their day of adventure. As they walked home, 
They talked about all the fun things they did that day and how much they enjoyed spending time together. When they got home, Rascal's mom cooked the fish they caught for dinner. The fish was delicious, and everyone enjoyed it. Rascal and his siblings were so proud of themselves for catching the fish they ate for dinner. It was a day they would never forget. Chapter 2 Hiking The next day, Rascal and his siblings went hiking in the woods near their house. Father Raccoon led the way as they set out on their journey. He knew the best trails and had planned the perfect route for their adventure. The trail was steep and rocky, but Rascal and his siblings were determined to reach the top. They saw lots of beautiful flowers, trees, and animals along the way. They even saw a family of deer playing in a meadow. Rascal and his siblings were amazed by how beautiful and peaceful the woods were. They climbed over boulders, crossed streams, and dodged tree roots as they made their way up the trail. They saw all kinds of wildlife. They spotted birds flying overhead, squirrels playing in the trees, and even a deer grazing in a nearby meadow. Rascal's siblings were especially excited to see the deer, and they stopped to watch it for a few minutes before continuing on their hike. Soon, Rascal tripped over a stump and hit his knee on a rock. It was a small bump, but Mommy Raccoon said NF caused his nerves to be more sensitive than others. So, when something hurt a lot more than normal, it signaled his body's nerves were upset. He got up and brushed himself off, catching up with his siblings. As they got closer to the waterfall at the end of the height, they could hear the sound of rushing water. Rascal and his siblings picked up their pace and were soon at the top of the trail. The waterfall was even more beautiful than they had imagined. It was tall and powerful, and the mist from the water felt cool on their faces. They stood in awe and took in the breathtaking view. Rascal's dad found a great spot for them to have a picnic lunch. They sat on a blanket and enjoyed fish sandwiches left over from last night and cookies while they listened to the sound of the waterfall. Mommy Raccoon pointed out the different types of plants and trees, and they all learned something new about the forest. Rascal had a hard time focusing, but he did his best to listen. His knees still hurt, but resting felt good. After lunch, they explored the area around the waterfall. Scamp wanted to jump off the top of it to the water, but Father Raccoon explained that they were far from a hospital and needed to make safe choices. They climbed on rocks, searched for hidden caves, 
and to Scamp's delight, they found a small pool of water to splash around in. Rascal found himself staring at his reflection and wondering why he was different from his siblings. Why did his knee have to hurt after such a little bump? It made him feel upset. But once again, Mommy Raccoon came over and rubbed his back, pulling him from the daze. As the day started to wind down and the forest began to get colder, Rascal and his family packed up their things and started to head back down the trail. Panda and Scamp were tired from all the swimming. They were tired, but happy from their weekend of fun adventures. Chapter 3 School As the weekend was over, Rascal was excited but nervous to go back to his school. By sunrise, he had his backpack ready with all the supplies he needed, including a notebook, pencils, and a ruler. He also had a couple of fidget toys in case he was having trouble focusing or doing schoolwork assigned to him. He couldn't wait to learn new things and see some of his friends. As he walked to school, he saw other animals walking with their backpacks too. He saw rabbits, squirrels, and a couple of deer from a different class than his. Rascal smiled and waved at them, but he was still nervous. Rascal sometimes had a hard time sitting still, doing math and listening to the teacher, but he always did his best. When he arrived at his classroom, his teacher, Mrs. Owl, was already there greeting the students. Mrs. Owl was kind and always understood when Rascal needed extra help. Rascal walked in and took a seat at his desk. He tapped his hands on his desk and looked around to see if anyone else was tapping their hands too. Starting class meant doing math, something Rascal had trouble with because NF sometimes caused learning problems. He also had a hard time asking for help when he needed it. It was difficult to explain to people who didn't understand what it was. He looked down at his knee again, realizing it no longer hurt. Mrs. Owl started the day by introducing herself and a new student, a small mouse. She then asked each new student to share their name and something about themselves so the new kid would feel welcomed. Rascal felt shy at first and wondered if the new kid could see the big scar in his neck left after a tumor removal surgery. Taking a deep breath, he stood up and said, Hi, my name is Rascal, and I love to swim and catch fish. After everyone had introduced themselves, Mrs. Owl started the lesson. She taught them about addition and subtraction, Rascal listened carefully and tried his best to follow along. 
Rascal didn't understand how addition meant adding and how subtracting meant minusing. When Mrs. Owl called on him to solve the subtraction problem on the board, he got it right and felt so proud of himself, even if it did take longer than the other animals. The bell rang, signaling that it was time for recess. Everyone got up and ran out the door. The rascal was stopped by Mrs. Owl. She pulled him to the side and let him know he did a good job with math. She knew he struggled and wanted him to know that not being perfect at math was okay. It didn't make him any different from the rest of his class. At recess, Rascal went outside to play with the other animals. They played tag and ran around the school. After recess, they learned about letters and how to write the alphabet. Rascal loved writing letters with his pencil. The deer next to him looked at Rascal's paper and told him that he had bad handwriting. Rascal began to cry. He did his best. Mommy Raccoon always said that as long as you're doing your best, then it's all okay. Mrs. Owl came over to see what was going on. When she saw Rascal crying about the deer's mean words, she told him that he had cool handwriting. That made him feel proud of himself again. Nearing the end of the day, Mrs. Owl read them a story about a group of animals who went on an adventure to find a treasure. Rascal loved the story and imagined himself as one of the characters. At the end of the day, Rascal packed up his backpack and walked home. He felt tired, but happy that he did his best that day. Chapter 4 The Doctors The next day, Rascal woke up feeling terrible. Today was a doctor's day. Rascal didn't like the doctors, and it made him sad he had to go. But Mommy Raccoon said that she wanted him to go and to make sure that the family doctor knew about some new bump growths on his back. She bundled him up in a warm blanket and drove him to the doctor's office. Rascal was feeling nervous. The hospital meant a lot of things. It meant lots of tests being done on him and long periods of waiting time. The hospital was sometimes fun, too, because he got treats and stuffed animals. The doctors and people who worked at the doctors did the best they could to make all the kids feel happy. He even got to see five whole movies one time. Rascal was scared on this trip because on the last he had to get pricks and go in the MRI machine to make sure the bump on his neck was fully gone. His mom, seeing Rascal get nervous, held his hand and told him that everything would be okay. Dr. Fox was a kind and gentle doctor who was great with kids. 
He was also the best doctor to help Rascal with NF. He smiled at Rascal and asked him how he was feeling. Rascal explained that sometimes he felt sad about having NF because it made him feel out of place or different from the other kids. Rascal's masked eyes filled with tears as he said, When I hit my body on something, it hurts for longer than when Scamp does it. Rascal looked down to a tumor on his leg, and then at Dr. Fox. Dr. Fox sat down and explained that while NF does cause hardships, animals with NF are brave and some of the strongest animals ever. Rascal got a cool sticker and a cherry lollipop. He walked out of Dr. Fox's room to the colorful waiting room. Mommy Raccoon told Rascal to look at the art on the wall while she talked to Dr. Fox. In Dr. Fox's room, Mommy Raccoon asked if there was anything else she could be doing to better support Rascal. Dr. Fox told her she was doing well and sent her out to get Rascal for one last talk. Mommy Raccoon went out and found Rascal playing with a puzzle on the waiting room table. They walked in, and Dr. Fox had a big smile on his face. He was holding something behind him. When Mommy Raccoon closed the door, Dr. Fox pulled out a paper from behind his back. It was a flyer for an event. The event was an NF1 support and fundraising lunch in Woodsland City Park. Rascal felt so happy that he was going to meet other kids like him and get to learn more about himself and NF. Dr. Fox told them it was in a week and his family would be there to help run the fundraiser. After getting more detail, Rascal and Mommy Raccoon got their things and went home to Father Raccoon, Panda, and Scamp. Chapter 5 Friends Alike The following week, as Dr. Fox had advised, Rascal went to speak with some other children with NF to understand more about what they had gone through. Rascal felt that he could make some new friends by sharing his experience. Mommy Raccoon thought it would be a great way for Rascal to make some friends and raise awareness about the condition. The whole family was happy to show that kids with NF are just like any other kids, with their own unique personalities and interests. When Rascal and his family arrived at the event, they came across a group of animals who were playing together. Rascal asked Father Raccoon if it was okay to go say hello. Rascal was a bit nervous at first, but he soon found that he had a lot in common with the other animals. They all had NF too, and came with their families to support animals with NF. All day, the animals enjoyed playing games, telling jokes, and sharing their experiences. 
Rascal realized that everyone is different in their own way. When Rascal sat down with a sandwich, a cookie, and some juice, he looked around at all the animals who treated NF with acceptance and kindness and felt very happy. Rascal felt a tug on his arm and looked down at a small deer. She looked at Rascal and asked what a spot was on his arm. It was a Cafe LA spot that people with NF get. Rascal explained this to the little deer and felt proud of himself for being confident and talking about NF. By the end of the trip, Rascal had made some new friends and learned a valuable lesson about acceptance and kindness. He knew that no matter what challenges he faced, he could always count on his friends and family to support him. NF was scary for him, but with the help of his family and friends, Rascal learned that he was special for being who he was. Being an animal with NF can be hard and scary sometimes, but learning about yourself and NF can really help you. Rascal found Mommy Raccoon and the rest of his family and told them all about the stories from his new friends. On the walk home, the raccoon family watched the sunset and all knew that everything would be okay as long as there was understanding and love in the world. Rascal got in bed and cuddled up to all his stuffed animals. He knew that sometimes tumors or spots would make him feel less confident and sometimes it could make school harder. But he knew Mommy Raccoon and the rest of his family would help support him and make sure he was treated as the amazing, kind, and funny raccoon he was. Chapter 6 Onwards Rascal thought about how his tumor bumps and surgical scars occasionally made him feel sad. He thought about all his new friends and their experiences too. As he thought, he remembered the deer who had teased Rascal about his handwriting the previous week while he was in Mrs. Owl's class. He decided that he would learn to have better handwriting. He took a deep breath and asked Mrs. Owl if he could stay after class, and they sat down together at a desk. Rascal thought about how Mommy Raccoon always told him to ask for help if he needed it. Before he could talk, Mrs. Owl told him, I know that you're having trouble with your handwriting, but I want you to know that it's okay. Everyone learns at their own pace, and I'm here to help you. Rascal felt relieved. He had been so worried that Mrs. Owl wouldn't have time to help him write neatly. She took out a piece of paper and a pencil and showed Rascal how to form his letters. She slowly drew an A, then asked Rascal to do the same as she explained. You start at the top and go down, then make a little tail, she explained. 
Rascal watched carefully and tried to copy her. It was hard at first, but he kept practicing. Mrs. Zhao was patient and encouraging, and it made Rascal feel happy and safe. After a while, Rascal started to get the hang of it. His letters were still a little shaky, but they were much neater than before. From that day on, Rascal practiced his handwriting every day, and with practice and patience, Rascal's handwriting became neater and more legible. One day, after practicing with Mrs. Owl after school, Mommy Raccoon told him she had something to tell him. Rascal was excited to hear what Mommy Raccoon had to tell him. Mommy Raccoon sat him down and explained that because Rascal had Anna, she and Father Raccoon had to give a lot of extra attention to him, like taking him to the doctors or helping him recover after surgeries. So sometimes that made Panda and Scamp feel sad. Rascal felt bad because it was true that he needed more of his parents' time. Mommy Raccoon saw how Rascal got sad and told him that it wasn't his fault and it's important that he gets the care he needs. Mommy Raccoon explained that his siblings were going on a day out with their parents. They were going to explore the forest and have a picnic by the river because they were feeling left out. Rascal felt a little sad that he couldn't go with them. Mommy Raccoon pulled him close and let him know that Rascal was going to go to one of his new friend's houses while Rascal's family was out. When the day arrived, he watched as his siblings got ready to go, putting on their backpacks and waving goodbye. He felt a bit left out, but he knew it would make them feel happy. Rascal's friend arrived with her parents to go out to the meadow. They played together on the walk to the meadow. But once they got to the meadow for a while, Rascal couldn't help feeling a little bored. He missed his family and wished he was with them. His friend, Emmy, lay down in the grass to look at clouds and told Rascal to look at the clouds with her. They spotted a hat, a duck, and a star in the sky. Soon the sky became pink as the sunset, and it was time for Rascal to go home to his family. When he walked in the door, he saw how happy his siblings were that they got to spend time with their father raccoon and mommy raccoon. They had missed him, but had a good day. The family was so full of love and support that Rascal knew that whatever happened with Anna, he would always have his family and friends to be there for him. The End Thank you for listening to Sleepy, and thank you to C.R.J. Miller. Good night.